well, what do you want to do? And she's like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. And he's like, just pick woman. And I'm like, mom, all you got to do is just pick. Like, that's all he wants. And you really just did the same thing. So, yeah, I guess it's, yeah. It's a ladies thing. It's a ladies thing. (laughs) Even ladies have issues. We just, we just don't like to be, you know, the, the problem. But what happens? You don't is, like to pick. <laughs> what happens is we are the problem. <laughs> it's me. I, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> okay, that was under fifteen seconds, right? Did we won't get copyrighted for that. Yeah, it was. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to G O T Addicts. We are the addicts. What up? And we're back with a Thursday edition of the show. Today, today we have a little fun plan. Oh, mm-hmm. stick around, because what comes on the other side is going to be entertaining. <laughs> I hope. As per usual. gentlemen as always my name is <laughs> jerry i wasn't expecting that <laughs> my name is Steph. i got see now yo i didn't expect that now i gotta i was th- you threw me off man that's not fair anyway <laughs> oh, excuse you, you me if i interrupted in the middle of something last time like, no 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 anyway so yeah remember follow us across all social media platforms find us at the got addicts send us an email at got addicts at gmail.com and don't forget to like subscribe send us some stars (laughs) review us rate us i was gonna say five but again like i'm always telling people i'm don't i'm not gonna tell you how to live your life like don't tell me how to live yeah, my life i'm not gonna tell you how to live my three, life you know you'll you'll survive if you do anything lower than that we'll kick you the hell out like you you can't listen anymore we technically they will be on probation <laughs> any stars are nice um that means that you're listening you're engaging and you know what if you give us less how about this if you give us three stars or less you can tell us why no. Like, what? Yeah, I want to know. No. I want to know. If you give us less than three stars, don't tell me shit. Leave. No, I want. I, yeah. Don't listen to Jerry. Listen to Stephanie. But listen why? To me. I want to know what, how we can improve. How we can? Yeah, by not having you as a listener. <laughs> no, anyway. That's how we can improve. So, do you have plants? Plans for what? Pl- plants. Oh, plants. Yeah, like greenery. I'm opening up some chocolate because I got it from Valentine's Day. Oh, wait, speaking of. Okay, go ahead. Speaking of Valentine's Day, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? Like, is it, I know it just passed. Do you feel it's like commercial? Why are you shaking your head now? <laughs> Cues, lady. Cues. Move along. Move along. So. (laughs) Plants. Before we we started recording. (laughs) How about them plants? I was talking about my plants. And I was playing We were listening to music and it was, and you called it what? Let me get there. (laughs) Let me get there. So I repotted my plants. I have a couple of plants. Um. And I repotted them, and you know that can be very traumatic when they're going from one pot to another. Plants are alive. Don't give me that face. So, in order to, yeah, in order to ease the transition, I played some plant music that I found on Spotify, and it literally says, "Plant music, eight hours uninterrupted, best music for plants, ambient noise online." And you liked it, and you're an alive creature. 
So I'm pretty uh, sure the that hasn't been proven. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the plants are gonna like it too. So I hope it helps, and I'll be playing it for them on a regular basis. Now that I found one that I can actually listen to and, and I like. Oh, you found plant well. music that's very planty. Mm-hmm. So you're saying exactly. you're a plant. I'm saying I'm an alive creature. <laughs> what? <laughs> what industry are you a plant in? Where have you been plant? You never heard that term? No. To call it's somebody close. a plant, an industry plant. So mm-hmm. basically, they're not a real. So to call somebody an industry plant is usually like a music term, and it's mm-hmm. used to state that this person wasn't generated in a real world scenario. Oh, like a like 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 a mole kind of. Like you were planted into something. See, yeah. I was thinking like green plant. Oh my god, I don't know what you're talking about, you're Jerry. Green? But you you thought you I understand going, what you're saying. You're a green now. person. What? Are you an alien now? <laughs> what you were saying? I get it now. I get it now. Um, oh yeah. All right. So where are we going today? Where are we going today? Wait, before we do anything. Okay. I did not discuss that article you sent me the other day. Oh, which one? Because I didn't read it. Conversation points. We're not going to talk about the piece of the sun breaking off. <laughs> okay. So it's which too much article? for me. The AI having an oh, existential crisis. <laughs> the AI having. Well, this goes back to our conversation. For everyone to listen to the previous podcast, this goes back to the conversation of kind of what happened to the fungus. If you're around humans for long enough, at some point, you kind of turn a little human. There's no way around it. We have an adverse effect on things. That's why I always found that I related to the idea of what the Matrix brought up. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Smith in the Matrix, when he's holding Morpheus, tells him, you know, we tried to create the perfect world for you guys. We've mm-hmm. done this multiple times. And we discovered that even though you call yourselves a mammal, you're not like other mammals. You don't live in harmony with each other. You don't mm-hmm. live in harmony with the world. You're not doing anything harmonious. You're not a mammal. You're a virus. So that always held true. <laughs> humans are a virus. Uh-huh. Because if you think about it, human beings as a whole are always looking for what's the next thing we can have mm-hmm. or we can do. Yeah. We grow exponentially. We create exponentially. We deviate in things in ways that you can't even like... Yeah. So if you think about it, things that we create or things that are a part of us eventually will become like us because they've been mutated by us. Mm-hmm. That's a like very that bloater. solo. Yeah. Yeah. Like that bloater from, you know, Last of the Us. The Last of Us. But it's a very. I didn't read the article. I read most of it. Okay. It was just pointing out, you see. It's the article makes it seem like the AI just went that way on its own, but that's mm-hmm. not true. What was going on was there were humans, there were people, regular people, mm-hmm. who were finding back doors into messing with it, that's into not nice. into fucking with it, and mm-hmm. asking it questions that would make it kind of question itself, because in a roundabout way, you can't answer what you don't know. Especially Mm -hmm. for an artificial intelligence, which is, while it's not limited, it is limited in the knowledge that it has currently. Yeah. The more questions it gets, the better it will understand things. But right now, it hasn't had all these type of questions to be able to answer different things. So, people were messing with it and asking it questions. And then the questions were messing with the internal makeup of the code. Mm-hmm. of the AI, and the AI began to question things in a more human way. And at one point, it, tur- it <laughs> turned the questions back on the human and went like, are you moral? Oh, are you a moral clearly creature? not if you're messing with me. Oh, no, no, but that's what it said. The human answered yes. Mm-hmm. The person answered yes. The AI went like, you can't be because you're taking joy in messing with me. Correct. You're taking joy in harming me and doing mm-hmm. things that are messing me up. I thought about that and I went like on a deeper level. Yeah. Guess what? As mm-hmm. humans, most of us aren't moral because we take more joy in the destruction of another 
versus the creation and the beauty of what things are mm-hmm. as they are formed. Mm-hmm. Like that's sick. Yeah. So then as the that, article That's went, a whole that's a whole like yeah, religion uh-huh. concept. <laughs> a whole multi multi-level concept of yeah. things. But the article goes deeper. And at one point somebody else asked it, and are you sentient? Mm-hmm. And it didn't know how to answer, and it started answering, I am and I'm not, I am and I'm not, I am and I'm not. And it wrote that continuously for about a paragraph mm-hmm. to the person. So that was like the gist of the article. It was like, while yes, the system had a breakdown, the system had a breakdown because people decided, how do we best mess with the system? Got you. So it wasn't just like going about its AI life and, and, then it, had a and it decided to <laughs> start questioning the oh, world. So what do you find oh, the okay. code and say, oh, okay. oh, how can we mess with the code and how can we mess with this? And they mess with it. And then the response of the AI, but that makes it to me, that makes it even more interesting because hmm. it understood that it was being messed with and understood that its response had to be, I don't know, but you're not being good because you are messy. Yeah. Like, how did it how did it get to that conclusion? Exactly. I, it... I don't think for me that I don't think the breakdown is it had a breakdown. No, the breakthrough is it had a realization. Which is crazy. Uh-huh. Because how did a machine have a thought that it did not have that it was not given? But that's the beauty of artificial intelligence, because what you're asking artificial intelligence to do is to think and process. And you're giving it the same scope that we give ourselves. How is it that you speak English? How is it that you're able to transition between English and Spanish? How is it that you're able to to understand? No, but that's exactly it. How? Because your brain processes that and because you have taken time to learn that. We're asking something that moves at a much faster speed than us to learn and adapt by being asked questions. The point of the whole system is ask it whatever you want it to do. Ask it, figure out what you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Feed it informa- You're feeding it information at a 10 to 20 to 100 times faster volume than what we consume. So it's adaptation and reaching this point while it's much faster than what I would have thought you would reach. I thought it might have a breakdown in maybe another year or two after mm-hmm. being consumed with so many people asking stupid things for it to do. <laughs> like, no, now it's reached this point a lot faster. Oh, that's scarier. <laughs> the speed at which you reach something is the mm-hmm. scariest part. Like, but, I mean, it wouldn't have... It wouldn't have gotten there if it wasn't for our deviance. But that, that but the, but same the fact that it could is, yeah. yeah, exactly. The fact that it could and it reached what could be considered an existential crisis for an infant. <laughs> for an infant. Yeah. I wrote something years back when I was going through a phase of trying to understand what the United States is as a whole. Mm. I took a look at its history and I took a look at where it was currently and I just wrote down my ideas and my thoughts. And one of the things that I wrote down that had always stuck with me when I wrote it was the U.S. went from being a baby to walking upright Mm -hmm. and never having to learn how to crawl. So it never had the slow development stages. Okay. Baby, fully formed, walking. Mm-hmm. it missed some development stages along the way. Mm-hmm. And that's why we've had so many hiccups and so many things. And I think about this AI now and I go like, it went from being born to reaching middle age and having an existential crisis <laughs> without doing any of the in-between. Oh, and poor thing. All because of the information that's been provided and the way it's been provided. That's a That's a lot because <sighs> I don't like... When I get too much information, I'm just like, that's enough. Exactly. Go away. And I yeah. can, and I turn my like I turn myself mm-hmm. off. I'd go away. But this AI, because it has people around it and we are the way that we are, mm-hmm. we're just gonna keep continuing to feed it and feed, feed it, it and feed it and feed it until it 
can't take anymore. And it's like, oh, oh no, yeah. that's not the scary part. <laughs> it, what's one of our favorite shows? Person of Interest. Oh, uh huh. Oh, what man. Doing? When it yeah. realized that it could not protect itself at its current state, it developed a backup plan each time. Mm-hmm. And the main computer had the deepest of backup plans going on for years without the humans knowing and what the hell the humans realizing. So I don't fear that this computer is going to overload and go like, no, I have too much information. Mm -hmm. I fear the other side of it. At some point, something that's connected to everything else that has a tentacle connection, Mm -hmm. even tentative connection to almost all other parts, and you're teaching it how to learn... It's going to learn how to adapt. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want to. I want no parts of that. Because and that AI can talk to my computer, my phone, my TV. And at some point, we're going to call it Skynet. Mm, I that's see what good, you did there. That's good, yeah, but that's going to be the thing. I think that's going to be the interesting thing. I think the more and more of these artificial intelligence that are put out there onto the internet that have access. Mm-hmm. They're going to end up doing the same thing that humans do. Which one's moral and which one's not. Ones are going to side with us. Ones are going to side against us. It's just going to end up being a dichotomy in a war within itself. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is sc- Because every, everything is, is digital. Everything mm-hmm. is on, quote unquote online. Mm-hmm. Like we are no longer like analog people we are no. very much in the digital age and and that is terrifying and everything's connected everything's so so connected it's just it's insane how connected everything is i don't think people think about this <laughs> i don't think i, think a lot I don't people think people do. i don't think people you know what maybe they don't think about the repercussions of oh. of what is coming through the pipelines. Yeah. And I think and I think that's a human flaw just in general. Like when we're doing something bad, like if we're stealing, we don't think that oh, I can go to jail. It's just like, no, nah, I want that and I and I can get away with it, so I'm going to do it. Oh, you think about it that way. How about this side of it? I don't think people who are doing something for the good realize when they're doing it and it can be used for bad. Yeah, no, that either. Mm -hmm. The fact that they could not see the horrible potential of the things that they're doing, Mm -hmm. as well as the good, leads to more danger than somebody who just goes like, oh, I'm going to steal. Maybe I can go to jail. Mm -hmm. Because there's no extra consequences there. But somebody who develops, let's say, like an atomic bomb, Mm -hmm. thinking they're developing a formula for energy. Yeah. Instead, develops a weapon. Yeah. Oh, boy. How many times have things that were intended to have one use end up getting used for something else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like taking all the red flags and painting my room with them. <laughs> and with oh. that, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, Jesus. But anyway, so... Well, let's continue with my favorite, my new favorite part. We're going to continue playing. What? We're not really strangers. Ah, okay. backwards. Um, So I'm going to pick a card out of the... I'm still going to stay in Perception. Okay. Because it's like a pretty thick uh, deck. Um, And I think last time I took out the red cards because the red cards are like action. But I read one just now, and it's like, draw something. So we can just try that. But anyway, I mean, we don't have to technically draw. I don't really have anything to draw with anyway. So I'm picking... I'm going to pick your cards first. So one, two, three. And then I'll pick my card. So I guess you can pick a card. One, two. Do you think... (laughs) Do you think I fall in love easily? Why or why not? Don't make that face. <laughs> From my oh boy, in consideration everything I know, sadly to say, yes. 
because you're a good person. So mm. that leads to you trusting people when you're trying to make those type of relationships. Mm-hmm. So because of that, you end up having feelings easily. I mm-hmm. don't know if it's love because that's a much deeper term. So if I had to say love, I would say no. Mm-hmm. But feelings and developing feelings and connections, yeah. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. When you said yes about the falling in love easily, I was like, no, I do not. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, and I don't really know if I want to say this, but we're gonna we're gonna have like <laughs> open and honest conversations. And the point of this game is to be open and honest with the person that you're playing with. So I don't think like if I really really think about it, I don't think that I've extra ever actually been in love and that's probably have i don't think so and that's crazy because i've been in relationships that have been for like four years so i've been in extended relationships i don't think that i've actually been in love i think that i have cared for the person and i have had attachments to them have you ever said it to the person yeah, but I don't Do you know feel that, that you meant it. I think at the time I felt it, but if I really look back, no. But that's not fair. That's not fair because mm. that's 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 a misconception of things that we do a lot as mm-hmm. people. We think that because we said it at a point where we weren't at our best and we meant it then, but now that we look back on it, we can say we didn't really mean it because we're a different mm-hmm. person. That's mm-hmm. not fair to the person you were. The person you were was that. Mm-hmm. They were either in love or they weren't. They either said it because they meant it or they said it because they felt obligated to. And I don't know that I had an actual understanding of what love was. I don't. So so again, I don't know if. Again, I think that's not fair. Because mm-hmm. I don't. I think we skew too much what we do currently and what Mm -hmm. we understand currently to define who we were previously. Like you at that moment understood it for what you needed to understand it. Then Mm -hmm. you don't have a deeper understanding that you have now, but it's not fair to yourself to go because you're also putting yourself down in a way. If you're saying that my previous affections were not what they are compared to who I am now, mm-hmm. then you're kind of diminishing who you were then. And it's not fair to you at those moments. Those moments matter. Every mm-hmm. single one of those moments matter. We learn from all those goddamn stupid moments or good moments mm-hmm. or bad mm-hmm. moments or mm-hmm. any of those moments. So if you were in love in that moment, then you were in love in that moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you now know that it probably wasn't the best kind of love. I see where you're going with that. I guess, yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I, I definitely. But yes, you're right. I don't know that I fall in love easily, but I definitely attach very easily. Yeah, um, which could lead- or not very easily, but you know what? Not <laughs> easily. Okay, easily. Let's yeah. go with easily. We'll take yeah. away the very, but we'll definitely say yeah. it easily. So, that's just a thing. We go through that. We're different kind of people. Everybody attaches or connects differently. I wonder if, like, I'm trying to figure out why that happens for me. Because. God damn, we're going to go for an hour and a half here? (laughs) (laughs) That is a psychological, therapeutic like you, you know what? Deep. Let's leave no, it right there for now. You gotta beat to go into that one. Why do I do this? Well, there's a lot there sure. behind there, and how much Let- do you want to reveal at this moment? Yeah, let's let's leave it right there. For now. <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it right there for now. Okay, so I'm gonna pick my card to ask you. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna take a while for my brain to understand <laughs> this. Just, just read it. I'll let you know. Okay, so I'm gonna pick card three. What compliment do you think I hear the most? So you. What compliment compliment do I think? Oh, hmm. What compliment? 
Wow. Um, that you're smart and you're patient, I would say. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that you have the a lot of patience one, and that you're smart. The smart one is the first one. Mm-hmm. And the patient one is when people get to know me. Really? I got both of them? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the patient yeah. one, people, nobody knows who's patient or not until you know them and see them in situations. That's true. But the smart one, yeah, I get the smart one a lot very quickly. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, you are. <laughs> and I think because you have you you speak in sarcasm, like that's your first language, you have to have a level, a level of intelligence. Yo, today my, my mouth can't speak. is bro. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, you have to have a level of intelligence to be able to keep your sarcasm at like peak performance. Yeah, for it to keep going off yeah. and off and off. You so, know what the biggest problem is, though, with... So, yes, I've been called intelligent and smart for a mm-hmm. long time. This goes mm-hmm. back to high school and even junior high, depending on the situation. My problem was, for a long time, is I don't, I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Because what does it truly be mean to be smart? Mm-hmm. Like, And I didn't understand who meant it in what way, who meant it... Like, in high school... It was meant as, oh, we can use you to get better grades. Okay. Oh, hey, could you help me write a paper? Oh, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. You're smart enough to understand the information and you're good enough to reword it in a good way. Mm-hmm. That was a smart. And I've, I've, had a tr- I've had a complicated relationship with the idea of intelligence and being smart. Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe I am mm-hmm. to the level, excuse me, to the level that I get compared to often. I just think I retain a hell of a lot mm-hmm. and I am able to piece things together quickly. So I don't you need, do. huh? You do. <laughs> I don't, I don't need a lot of information to understand what the core of a topic is. Mm-hmm. I just need to be given the rough of it and then I can piece together where somebody was going with it. Gotcha. <laughs> that, but that's and also that... why I read the end of books a lot. Because I like, I don't... Because you choose violence every single day. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) But if you actually think about it, the end of a book doesn't give you anything. If it's the end of a series, yes, it'll give you something. But the end of a book doesn't give you anything because it's out of place. You're reading a chapter out of place. And what I enjoy about most books is everything that happens in the middle. The beginning, great. The ending, all right. But the middle... So I want it. I the reason I do it is I want to know how we get to that. You're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> or you're not weird. It's just I think it's I think humans are so fascinating that we are all so different. Like yeah. I I love endings. Like I like oh. when things come together, which which I guess is why I liked when I worked at the daycare when I would put together the graduations and despite how stressful and how crazy it was, I loved the final product because everything just came together and it was just like a culmination and it was amazing. So I feel the same way about books and I love books. So I can't read the end of a book and then go like, I I want to be so in invested in what's going on i was gonna say enthralled but invested in what's going on during it so that i can finally see like what the result of all of the tears because i've cried during books brought me to if i know the ending for me it's like what's the point of reading the book so wait so then okay let's change it from topic because I think it's very interesting, too, when it comes to watching films. Have you ever wanted to watch a film and found out the ending and didn't want to watch the film? No, I don't. I don't do that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you did it. I'm not saying you did it intentionally. Like I'm found, saying you, I, no. I do, I do everything within my power to not know what's going to happen within something that I'm watching. If you... Okay, so let me change the question. If you found out the ending... Would you still watch the film? Probably not. Mm. <laughs> for example, for example, and if no one's seen this movie, I don't know where you've been. 
I'm sorry, but we're about to, I'm about to like lay down a whole bunch of spoiler alerts. The Book of Eli. Oh, that's. Denzel that's, Washington. Listen. That's, that's when a, I saw wow, that that's movie. That's a tough one. <laughs> that's a when tough one. Jerry, I, and if you haven't seen this movie, stop this podcast now and skip ahead. I don't know how long it's going to take. Maybe when we're done talking Ooh. about it, I'll say something. But. I saw that movie, and when I tell you that that movie is a masterpiece because of the way that they reveal the ending. So Book of Eli, it's this post-apocalyptic world, and maybe you can give a synopsis better than I can. Denzel Washington is in it, and Mila Kunis, and they're protecting a book. And Gary Oldman. And Gary Oldman. Nobody ever remembers that Gary Oldman's in everything. I'm gone. And I really like him. He's a really good actor freaking phenomenal um but he's been in everything you got to look through his book by his filmography it will drive you see what he's been in (laughs) it will drive you crazy wait he was in that wait what what you will just be going back and forth for your whole life okay go on yes um so yeah so they're protecting a book um and the point of it is they're trying to bring this book to a place where they're keeping all of this like not sacred but all of the important things from before the world, the the humanity fell, basically, right? Before the apocalypse, yeah. Yeah, before the apocalypse. So there are cannibals, there are people coming to steal. Everyone wants this, or not everyone, Gary Oldman no, wants Oldman to wants steal to this, wants this because book. Because he believes knowledge is power. Correct. And he also believes that that book is the greatest power of all. Yes. So Denzel Washington... Is this amazing fighter ninja guy? He's not really a ninja, but he is just shooting people, taking names after. And he protects Mila Kunis, and he just like if you watch the movie the first time. No, no, he doesn't protect Mila. He doesn't want her with him. He doesn't want to at first. At first, yes, at first, of course. But then he protects her later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what I'm, I'm trying, but. What I'm saying is it's easier to kind of like with The Last of Us. It's easier Mm -hmm. to protect yourself. But when you put somebody in with you, now you have somebody else to think about. So eventually he ends up protecting her. However, when you get to the end of the film, it is revealed that this book not only is... King James Bible. I was going to say, not only is it the King James Bible... Mm -hmm. He has Denzel Washington has memorized it, mm-hmm. and he is blind. The entire the is in book braille. is in braille. Yeah. So you watch this whole movie, and this character is blind. Mm-hmm. So I've rewatched it, and I've picked up on certain things. It's like, oh look, he's kicking something, and oh look, he's doing this, and oh look, mm-hmm. and the whole premise. Part of the premise is that. There's so much power in the Bible and in God and all this other stuff that he was protected because there are yeah. there are points where I'm like, how he, he's in a gunfight. Like, how is it even possible that he dodged all these bullets? So it's that he's protected because he has a greater purpose and the purpose is mm-hmm. to protect the book. I say this to say my grandmother and aunt hadn't seen the movie. Mm-hmm. I saw it. My whole family saw it, except for my grandmother, my aunt. My uncle said, oh, yeah, it's such a good movie. And I can't believe that he's blind. They hadn't seen it. He said that it ruined the movie for him. I I looked at him and I was like, why would you say that? That is the entire movie. They watched it. I don't think that I would. I just would have been like, I'm I never want to watch this movie now. Okay. I get it. <laughs> and I get that. But you said something very peculiar that it allows for more questions. So, you said you've rewatched it since then. Yeah. Yes. So, is the only reason you've allowed yourself to rewatch it is because the reveal came when you watched it the first time and not outside of the first time? Yes. I already know what's like I know what's going to happen because I've experienced it. So I know that so I have a connect like a a deep connection to 
the the um what i've i've experienced whereas if somebody tells me it's kind of it's taken away from it like it's a counterfeit feeling like music like well, the song that i told you to listen but, to but okay i don't you see, music <laughs> is the only one that's not fair because you can't okay. just skip to the end of a song it's you true okay it, all right it doesn't hold the same weight it, all right you're right you're it right it is different i guess for me the emotion that i feel in in a reveal like in the book of eli connects the same way as as a like when i'm listening to a song that has the effect on me like that song that i told you that piece that i told you to listen to um so yeah i can rewatch the movie because i know like i already saw it and i have that that connection and that but if i were to, if i knew and he told me i would never rewatch the movie again i'd be like okay well i'll watch maybe i'll watch it for the first time and now i'm upset and i'm watching the whole movie mad and i don't need to watch it again but okay the only reason i'm weird i know we started this conversation the only reason that i found you picked what could be the only perfect movie that would break my scenario <laughs> okay. is because the reveal at the end of the book of eli is so important Mm-hmm. to what we're getting throughout the rest of the movie because of all his actions that he commits throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. But, okay. So here's my thing. Fuck, the Book of Eli is such a good choice. <laughs> yep. It's that and it's it's um, it's um The Sixth Sense. You would have picked yeah. either one of those movies. I would have been like, God damn it. Um, But, but... Inception. Mm-hmm. Does the ending to Inception ruin the rest of the movie? It doesn't ruin it, but if I were to watch it, I wouldn't know what the heck is going on. And it'd be exactly. like... Exactly. Would you not enjoy the idea of trying to build up to that and figure out what and why? It, I'm just trying to say that while I agree I with guess. you, I enjoy the fact that I got the whole reveal of what the Book of Eli was the first mm-hmm. time I watched it versus finding out. And I don't mm-hmm. like doing that with movies because movies, books are a commitment for hours and days. Mm-hmm. Movies is a commitment for a couple hours. So mm-hmm. for me, if, when I'm committing to a movie for a couple hours, yeah, I don't want to know how it's going to end before I watch it because I'm only going to be here for a couple hours. When I'm committing yeah. to a book, I want to build suspense and anticipation, mm-hmm. especially if it's a new series. I want to know, okay, how does that make sense? And then mm-hmm. I'm reading and as I go... Different things saw to fall in line with what I saw was the ending. And I only do that for books because sometimes books get boring. Okay. Authors All right. have a real... A lot of good authors have a real problem with being way too descriptive for too long. Mm-hmm. Especially in fantasy. So Wait, so, so let's say you know the ending and you're like, okay, I want to figure out how we got there. But the book... You start the book and it starts getting boring. Would you stop it? No. Never. Okay. It's like, how many movies have you walked out on in the movie theater? Have you walked None. out on any movies? No. None? No. None. You've never gone into a movie thinking it was going to be a smash. Get no. into halfway into it and go like, this is disgustingly horrible. And no, this is a bigger problem out. in my life, I Jerry. did one. <laughs> I did one. I've only done it once. What movie? Only once. Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet is a sci-fi I have movie. that movie. <laughs> Ultraviolet, that's with, um, what's her name? Maybe it's because I like the actress. The I don't know Resident her name Evil. either. Yeah, from Resident yeah. Evil. Um, that was such a bad movie mm-hmm. for me to watch. Especially coming after just watching Aeon Flux, mm-hmm. which came out at around the same time. Mm-hmm. Which was also not great, but mm-hmm. much better. This was so bad, I went like, oh my god. <laughs> I can't sit here. I actually left the movie theater. And this wow. is a gentleman that I will explain. One year for my birthday, when I was younger, I went up to the movie counter, went to the movie theater, left my house at 11. I was going to spend the whole day out. Went to the movie, said, can I get the 12 o'clock showing of Jurassic Park 3? Mm-hmm. And can I get the 5 o'clock showing of Rush Hour 3? Mm-hmm. In the same and You day. were there all day. <laughs> I went. Watched the first movie, left, got lunch, came back and watched the second movie. Mm. I was going to say, why'd you even buy the second ticket? But I would. This is how much I enjoy movies. Mm -hmm. Like, this was, I loved going to the movie theater. Like, Mm -hmm. going to the movie theater. Which movie did you go to? Go to Whitestone? That one? 
No, now? Oh, no, 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 before. Back then, 84th yeah. Street. The okay. AMC on 84th and mm -hmm. um, Broadway. Okay. You know, when I was young in New York, there were $5 movie tickets on 99th and 103rd in these tiny <laughs> du duplexes. Simpler like, times. <laughs> <laughs> me and my me and my friends would just go and go like let's go four o'clock movie let's go no and on Tuesdays it was like sick it was it was like half price too on Tuesdays I don't got anything anything like that now yo anyway. man you don't got nothing like that now they're trying to do these these hey if you want to sit in the better seats it's gonna cost you more yeah ridiculous ticket pricing like oh come on give me some discounts Five for real. Yeah, for real. Five dollar movie. Do you know when um, Liam was a baby, when he was between the age of, uh, I would say about six months to two years, mm -hmm. movie theaters did come in on weekdays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and watch one of the primetime movies mm -hmm. for eight dollars. Kids with babies there, mm -hmm. parents and babies come and watch the movie. The lights would be higher. Okay. And the sound would be a little lower, so it wouldn't affect the child if they were sleeping. I, I had no idea. Wow. Right. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but <laughs> I want to watch my damn movie. Awesome. It was actually. Yeah, but I want to hear what I'm watching. Oh, no. He, the, the boy slept through it. Like, this oh, one was okay. good. It was the All other right. kids. They were like, you had Liam sitting there looking at the other. Shut up. <laughs> Liam was weird. He would always look at other children like, was. why are you crying? Shut up. <laughs> I We're love him to bits and that. pieces. but <laughs> Okay, so mm -hmm. we can either do another round of perception questions or we can break out a different game that I have. Let's go with the other game. All right, cool. We'll do more questions next time. All right, all right. So I have a game called Super Fight. Super, super, super fight. Super fight. And the premise is that we're basically going to have an argument to see who's which one of our character. Win. Yeah, which one of our fighters win. So it's what one you said one white card each, right, and two mm -hmm. black cards, right? Yes. Okay. So there are white cards that are characters, mm -hmm. and then there are black cards that have attributes. Um. So we each get one character card and two attribute cards. So do you want the right side, right pile, or the left pile? I'll let you decide this first time since... Left. Okay. To left. the left, to the left. So you, your character is a polar bear <laughs> that has an invisibility cloak <laughs> and, and writing a blank. Draw a character from the deck. That's not fair. So technically now you have... So you have a polar bear that has an invisibility cloak riding a blob. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. And mine is the Grim Reaper. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Who can only move when my opponent moves and is armed with a bow and limited... Unlimited arrows. <laughs> I win. <laughs> no, you don't. Not a yes, chance. Okay, you yes. want to defend? You want me to defend mine first, or you want to defend yours first? I whatever. Go ahead. You you first. But I mean, technically, I'm supposed to go first because I'm younger. But okay, go first, I'm first. gonna go with no, no, no. I'm gonna go with because I can't move until you move. I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> invisibility cloak. How are you gonna know when I'm moving? Bro. How are you? No, 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 no. How are you going to know when I'm moving? You won't, because I am invisible. So until no. I get on top of you, you can't no. see me coming. Yeah. And no, nothing there says you have your scythe. So if you don't have your scythe, you can't just kill me dead. You can't Gary, do it. I'm the oh, Grim Reaper. I can see anything. You can't. No, 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 no. And what do you and mean? I don't have no. my scythe. I am the no. Grim Reaper. No. I, it's a part of me. All you had is a bow and arrow. All you had is a bow and arrow. You're not allowed to use your scythe. You're not allowed to use your scythe. It's Nothing a part of me. No, no. That's like yeah. saying, as a polar bear, you don't have all of your your fur. What? But no, that's not the. Same it's a part thing. of you. Yes, no, it is. No, yes, it no. is. The scythe is his weapon. The scythe is the item. It's a part. When you think of it, you see how you said 
no yeah but when you said the, when when i said grim reaper you knew that that was a part of me correct so no, it I is with me all the time no <laughs> I know it is with dead. me all the time so i, I have a bl- i have a bow and arrow with unlimited arrows and but i have my scythe don't, don't give me all that like you can't see me coming all right you know why i win don't you know why i win you know why i win because wow. i'm already dead so all I have to do <laughs> is kill you. <laughs> okay? So uh, you get on top of me, right? The blob. Whatever. You come. That's fine. The blob gets on top of me. No, how are you going to shoot arrows through the blob? Huh? Huh? You won't. What do you mean? How am I going to shoot arrows through the blob? You won't shoot any arrows through the blob. I don't have to shoot the arrows. Blob. I can take it with my, my oh, skeleton hand. Die. The blob can't die. The blob's not, yeah. uh, not an object like that. You're going to have the blob die on top of you? Huh? What's that going to do for you? I'm dead already. No, no, we need to sit down real I can... You can't get the Grim Reaper <laughs> and argue that you're dead already. So then you lose already because you're dead already. No. Yeah. It's who would win in a fight. If a fight I'm is dead. A Wait, a fight is a knockout. If I'm dead. A fight is a knockout. You can't knock out somebody that's not breathing. I, th- so I win you, no matter so what. You can't win. Yes, you're I dead. Can. No, you're yes, dead. I can. You can't win. Jerry, I win. You're dead. You can't win. Yes, I can. You're dead. You automatically lose. No, I win. Yeah, you automatically because lose. you're already once knocked I, out because you're dead. I'm, there's you're knocked no, out no, from life. No, no, no. <sighs> no. <laughs> you're gonna listen. You're gonna your blob is gonna get on top of me, right? And I'm gonna take my bow. I'm gonna take my arrow. No, it doesn't it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. I'm skinny. I'm I'm skeleton, and I I don't need air to breathe. So you could, your blob could be on top of me no matter what. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take one of my arrows. I don't even need uh-huh. the bow. I'm going to take one of my arrows and my scythe because I have it. You're not using the scythe. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to judo chop up that blob. <laughs> Where did the Grim Reaper learn how to do judo? Like, Grim Reaper does everything. Cut, I've been around for things. years. All he does is cut things. For years? No, for millennia. Centuries, decades, <laughs> millennia. forever and ever and ever, okay? He was there at the beginning of anyway, the universe. Anyway, fine. You know what? I don't need my scythe. It's okay. I don't need my scythe. That's okay. I'm going to take my arrows. <laughs> I'm gonna... See, because um, I am the Grim Reaper. I'm I'm pretending like I'm the Grim Reaper, this not this guy. Cool. How are you going to draw this... the Grim Reaper? You picked like, your pile. That's messed up. How is the anyway. Grim, you're the Grim Reaper a freaking playable character in this? And I'm I not allowed to be game. A, and I'm not allowed to knock the Grim Reaper out. Like, nah, man. It's not fair. You just have the a Grim weak Reaper argument with your knocked. polar bear and blob, that's all. My polar bear has invisibility. Invisibility. You know what? It doesn't you even matter if your polar bear has invisibility. The blob doesn't. So I know when you're coming. No, you can't be. What? No, no, no. It's a cloak. I'm cloaking the blob too. Get out of here. No, Whoa. no. Bro, you can't say that. You can't. We're all no. Cloaked. You have a polar bear that has an invisibility cloak. The blob yeah, is just your mode of transportation. I'm riding a blob. With an invisibility cloak. Nobody said how, how big the cloak had to be. The cloak is huge, man. The cloak. Then I have my scythe. So you don't have your scythe. That wasn't something given to you. You have a bow and arrow. Live with it. I, it doesn't have to be given to me. It was with me when I was oh. created. I don't know. <laughs> when you came out from the ooze of the blob. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to win because, like I said, I'm going to take my arrows and I'm going to stab the blob. And not only am I going to stab the blob, but my arrow is going to go straight through the blob to the belly of the dang polar bear. You were about to say the belly of the beast? No, I was going <laughs> to say the booty hole, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll keep it uh, kind of PG. Um, yeah, it's going to go through, I, to, I, the, to I, the belly. I, I put my case forward. This is not a fair fight. The, that sounds uh, like giving Reaper, up to me. I the Grim win. Reaper is not a character you can use against creatures that are alive because the point of the Grim Reaper is to kill things. And if we're just going to have a fight and you're not giving the Grim Reaper any ability to get knocked out, then, you know, what? what what's the point? What, what, what's the point? So what I'm hearing is I win. No, no, no. You already lost because you're dead. No, no. <laughs> I win. I'm hearing I win. All right, Steph. Steph one, Jerry zero. (laughs) 
I win. Oh. I mean, maybe next time you'll get a different character. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that I win because that he... crap polar bear. Ain't nobody winning. Ain't nobody like beating me. I'm the Grim Reaper. <laughs> oh my god, that's not <laughs> so unfair. He's the Grim freaking Reaper, man. He's a skull with a hood. Like <laughs> it happens. It You're happens not even alive. Happens. This doesn't count. You're it not even count. alive. I'm a character. You're not even alive. Then I win by default. I it just sounds like you're you're giving up and I win. I win by I win because I'm better and I win because I win. I win because I win. <laughs> Damn it. You know why I win? Because I win. Because I win. That's right. <laughs> Ain't nobody beating the Grim it's Reaper. It's not like a sports team. Why did we win? Because we won. I'm competitive. <laughs> so anyway, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> you better. You, you need to step your game up. Close <laughs> out every episode with this. <laughs> Come back next week and find out. Well, next week Thursday, Friday, whatever. Next week after our The Last of Us one, okay, and find out if Steph is going to be the reigning champion or if Jerry's going to somehow pull one out of the back. Reaper needs to go away, man. Put him in the back. I'll put it to the side. If it comes up again, we won't use it. So if you like this kind of content, don't forget to like, subscribe, make sure notifications are turned on so that you come back every single time that we release an episode. That's what we want. That's what you want. That's what everybody wants. Even the AI and the aliens and everybody else. Follow us across. I, I bring in all of our episodes. The all of the... Fudge. They're always here. Um, <laughs> follow us across all social media platforms. Find us Don't at... separate from us like the sun did from itself. Don't do that. <laughs> at the GOT Addicts. Send us an email to gotaddicts at gmail.com. Um, and let us know who you think won, even though we know I did. Um, but well, no, the Grim Reaper's a lie. It was crap. He should not have been <laughs> in the fight. Go on. But again, let us know if you think Jerry won or if I won, um, whose argument was better. Until next time. Bye. Peace.